Where will you be in three months? In six months? Or even a year? We can all guess, but we'll never really be able to tell. Take Mag Duffin. In 1988, she was working as a chambermaid in a hotel in Rosslare Harbour, living away from home, drinking too much, and not enjoying the hangovers. That year, her life changed drastically, and very unexpectedly. I used to go out three nights a week, Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday night. And then I started getting really tired. And I said, this must be getting too much for me. I cut down. So then I started going out Friday night and Saturday night. And I said, cut down, I'm back on my drink now, I don't drinking too much. So I came along and I used to work all day and I said, my hours must be too long. I'll have to talk to the boss to see what's going on. Went in, I said, the boss, I said, could I have a couple of days off? I said, I need a rest. No, he said, I tell you, he said, you can have a couple of weeks off, he said. I said, he said, it was cutting down. He said, I'm cutting back on your hours now as well, he said. So he said, you can go home for a couple of weeks. I said, lovely. Came home and I was here only for a couple of days and he rang next door neighbour of mine and said he wanted to speak to me so I went up to the phone and I rang and I said what's up he said we had to come back to work he said I need you back here he said you can't have that week things are after picking up he said now we have a couple's coming in he said and we have bookings for weddings I said right I'll go packed up myself and I went and I was there then for a couple of months and things started going bad then again and I said I can't proper this I said there's something seriously wrong with me and I left it I said, the only thing I can do is leave it. And I was going to buy for ages and ages, for years. I was five years down the harbour and I was about five years going with this chap. And I said, I have to leave it. I can't take this anymore. And I said it to my mother and she said, look, she said, take a couple of months off, she said, and we'll see how you are then. And I was still tired. I had no pains. My clothes were hanging off of me. And she said, you look, run down. She said, go down to the doctor. So I went down to a doctor, checked me out. No, he said, there's nothing wrong with you, he said. You're just overworked, he said, that's all, he said. And he said, you're underweight. Overworked and underweight, she left her job. But she wasn't going to spend her time off lying around the house. She'd be expected to do some work. I came home and was working away at home, cleaning here and there. My father said to me, Maggie said, I can't get the tractor to start. I said, can you not? He said, no. She paid to do me a favour, he said. She had to sew me some turnips. Of course I will, I said. Sure, that won't be that hard. And there's a little bit of land beside the railway. And he always calls it his little plot. So that's where he wanted to sow his turnips. Now he said, I'll have to hook you up, he said, like an ass. An ass, I said. Yeah, he said. I'm going to Spancy, he said. I'm going to get the plough, he said, and put a rope around it, he said. I'm going to put the rope, he said, around your waist, he said. And you're going to run up and down, he said, them drains. Jeannie, I said, how many trains? I said, are we going to sew? Well, he said, I'm going to be walking. He said, I'd be holding the plough, he said, but you're going to sew, he said, 15 trains. God, I said, how am I going to pull that? You'd be able to pull it, he said. Good and strong, he said. I started on and he, definitely, the drills were 12 yards, definitely. I thought I'd never get to the end of them. And he said, now, he said, there's one done, go back down, turn around now again, he said, and go back down. I started at five o'clock, I was there till nine o'clock. And the next morning I got up, I started getting pains in my stomach. And I couldn't come down the stairs. And I called my mother and she came up to me. She said, I said, I get a pain in my stomach, I said, it's terrible. 
And she said, that's your father now getting that rope around you, she said. Look, she said, go down to the doctor, she said. When your father come home from work, she said, he'll bring you down. You're not fit to drive, she said. This will be her second doctor's visit in a few weeks, with quite minor complaints, tiredness and stomach pains. But she knew something wasn't right, and the pain got worse. I was waiting, I said, what is wrong with me? This was running through my head, what is wrong with me? Am I dying, I said. Have I, what is wrong with me? I used to smoke. I said, probably I have cancer now. It's going to be really bad, I said. What am I going to do? And I said, I'm, I'm only 22, I said. I'm not that old. I'm too young to die. This was all going through my head in the waiting room. And I looked at books, and the sweat was running off of me, and the pain started again. Oh, no, I said, here's this pain again. What is wrong with me, I said. He came out, and he said, next. And I went to him. And he said, are you the pain back again? And I said, I have. Are you taking all them witch pills, he said, I gave you? I am, I said. Well, he said, there must be something wrong. You must have pulled something, he said, when you were pulling that plough, he said. So I started telling him what I was doing. Look at he said, I'll give you an injection, he said. Drop your clothes there now, he said. I'll give you an injection into the hip, he said. I said, OK, am I going to be better after this, I said. He said, you are, he said. Of course you are. That was all right, and I came home. And he said, if you know better, he said, the next day come back down to me. I said, right, I will. So OK, I came home, lay down on the couch. The pain started again. I said, this injection's not working, I said to my mother. I said, I'm really getting worried now. I said, this is going on a long time. Go back down to the morning, she don't feel any better. I'll get your father, she said, to bring you back down again. Brought me back down. Look at he said, I can't do any more. I'll have to send you in, he said. Send me in where, I said. Into the hospital, he said. That's the only place for you, he said. Could be a little bit embarrassing for you now, he said. But do you get your monthlies, he said. I, I, I never got them. I got them once, I said. Then they stopped. Got him again, I said, and stopped. He said, you're drinking now. I said, this could be the problem there, he said. The mother, he said, want to have a look at that. He said, when they go in, he said, look, he said, I'm only sitting in for a precaution. He said, that's all, he said, and I'm not to worry about. I am worried, though, I said, because this pain is not going away. And he said, look at he said, this is the only thing he can do. Still not realising the reason for her pain and intent on not making a fuss, Mag just went home. Although she was still in pain, the doctor seemed to believe it was nothing sinister. But this wasn't a complaint that she was going to be able to sleep off. came home and I laid down and I fell asleep. Ten o'clock came I wasn't able to walk, I said. I couldn't move. Oh, I said, this is really bad now. I came down the stairs on my backside because I couldn't walk. Mama said, this is really bad, I said. I'm really, I'm really sore. What's wrong with you? I don't know, I said. I'm going to get sick, say, with the pain. Look at she said. That's it. Mikey, she said, come on, we're going to the hospital in Mag, she said. There's something seriously wrong with her. She can't be in this pain, she said. And off into the Wexford Hospital, and a bump in the road, every bump, he was going so hard. And I could feel it, the whole way in. I said, Jesus Christ, I said, I'm dying. I said, I won't be seeing these anymore, I said, forget about it. And my mother was crying, I said, putting her arm around me, you'll be all right, she said. No, I said, you won't see me anymore. And pulled up to the hospital, I said the doors, and the automatic doors in Mexford, they opened. And then I walked my mother and it linked me. And she said, There's something wrong with my daughter. And I said, Don't worry about it, we'd look after her. Don't be panicking. So they got me a wheelchair and they put me into that. And Jesus, I said, It's really bad. I said, A wheelchair. Where am I going? They brought me in, she said, Put me on the, in the room, I said, in the bed. And I looked around. All these women were there, I said. And these were all pregnant. 
And I said to myself, what am I doing in this ward? And I said to a nurse, when she came over, what am I doing in this ward? This is the only bed that we have to spare. This is where you'll have to be, she said, until the doctor come and see you. And I said, is there a doctor on duty? I said, she said, yes. I said, where's my mother? And she said, she's out in the waiting room, so I'll get her from me, will you? I'm not staying here on my own. Oh, she said, that's no problem. She went out and got my mother. Mother was sitting there, and the doctor came, and he pulled over the screen to check me. That baby, he said, will be born in half an hour. I said, what? He said, you're pregnant. He said, did you not know? No, I said. And who have you been attending? No one. And you didn't know, he said. No, I said. And he said, when did the pain start? A couple of days ago, I said. I was getting them on and off, I said, for the last couple of months. But I just thought were pains. That was it, just golden again. I wasn't eating that much, I said, and I was drinking a lot. I was awful tired. Have you been on no iron tablets? I said, no. Have you been on nothing, nothing? I did which pills, I said, Dr. Casey gave me. And he gave me an injection. What kind of an injection gave you? I don't know. Well, he said, it's right now with this child, he said. We'll see about it then, he said. So I said to him, what am I going to do with a child? I have no cot. I have no clothes. Look, Max, she said, don't worry about it. That child will be looked after. Her baby girl was born at half past 11 that night. She knew her own mother would support her. But it wasn't long before she realised that not everyone would be so approving. Not of an unmarried mother, especially one who didn't even know she was pregnant. And the nurse came in to me and she said, now, there's a social welfare officer going to come in to see you in the morning. And they'll have questions to ask. Oh no, I said. She came in she said to me, are you keeping this child? I said, yes. How are you going to rear it? I'll rear it somewhere, I said, I'll get work. Who's going to look after it? I said, my mother. No, I don't think she said you're fit she's to look after this child. I think you should put this child up for adoption. There's a lot of parents out there. There's a lot of mothers and fathers out there that are looking for children. And I think you should give that child up. But she said, she's mine. But she said, you didn't know you are pregnant. No, sir, I didn't. And that's my business anyway, I said. I got really mad. I said, you're trying to take my child off me. She said, yes, I can do it. She said, this is what happened, she said. People like you, she said, having children, she said, and shouldn't have them. And this is half the country the way it is. As you may have guessed, that social worker wasn't about to take Mag's baby away. Or should I say, she wasn't about to take me away. After all, she had the support of her family. She just had to tell the rest of them. She was most worried about explaining the situation to her younger brother and sister. Turns out, she really didn't have to be. And the next morning, when my brother and sister got up, they said to my mother, where's Mag? She said, they kept Mag in the hospital. What's wrong with her? She had appendix. And a couple of days, um, when I came home with my baby, they said, where'd you get that? I thought you had appendix. I said, no, I was having a baby. And the doctor said no. And I said, no. That's awful, he said. And then just life went on after that. 